0: Why do you get so angry all the time? So there's two things that actually underlie anger and the reason of why we get angry. And number one, it's when we're feeling threatened in some way. So if that, whether that be physically or emotionally, most of the time, or having judgment about the situation or person you feel threatened by. So they're usually the two triggers as to why we get angry. And look, I'm going to give full disclosure. I am not sitting on here jumping on this podcast to say to you that I never get angry and that I never get the shits and my kids never drive me up the wall and I never feel like smashing my head against a brick wall out of frustration with the missus or the kids or maybe both. I'm definitely not saying that at all. So I just want to make sure that we get that out in the open. I'm definitely not coming from a place that I've worked it all out. Even if that if that's even possible, I don't think it is, and but I've certainly learned a lot over the years of what what works and certainly what does not work. So that's what I'm going to share with you with some tips that I think that you might find useful. But what I will say is this: I totally get that it's easy to fall into the anger trap, as I like to call it, as a man that you are, potentially you are a father. You have a couple of kids, you've got a business or businesses, you've got multiple jobs, potentially, you have huge responsibility, you have huge stress put on your life to perform to to provide for your family to be able to give them the things potentially maybe you didn't have growing up. So I get that there is huge responsibility as a man and it's really fucking easy to fall into the trap of being angry and getting angry with someone or something or maybe even both. So I totally get it that it's really, really easy to do. But this does not change the fact that it is our responsibility. It is your responsibility to navigate your emotions and your emotional management, not only for yourself and for your own mental health so that you don't drive yourself mental and crazy, but also to set yourself up and to set your kids up to be a healthy role model, not just physically, but obviously mentally as well. And with that being the number one priority of most of my clients, because they are fathers, them wanting to be a healthier role model for their children, then I thought that this was an important point to bring up. So yes, it is easy to sometimes fall into this anger trap where we crack the shits, we start swearing, we fly off the rails we fly off the rails but that doesn't change the fact that it is our responsibility to curb our emotions and to to be in better management of it and speaking of this topic i was actually driving in the car earlier today and i seen this guy who was next to the left of me as he was trying to turn left like on the horn beeping the fucking shit out of the cars in front of him and he's blowing up and the arms are in the air and like literally carrying on like a four-year-old and I thought to myself like isn't it fascinating seeing a full-grown adult like behave like a four-year-old child and like throwing a tantrum and he might as well have been like lying on the floor at the supermarket banging his arms up and down with tears streaming down his face because his mom won't buy him a lolly I mean like this was the kind of behavior that I seen a full-grown man illustrate out in public and I thought like <laughs> it was it was like the the funniest thing i'd seen all day of just like this grown man with a beard and everything like carrying on like a complete 4-year-old lunatic at the shopping center so don't be that guy <laughs> and for your own sake and obviously for other people's sake because not only would it not feel good to carry on like that and to be so out of your out of control with your own emotions but like, you look like an absolute fuckwit if you carry on like that in public. <laughs> so it's not a good look. So our often our anger is toward other things or other people. So that w- the times that we get angry with things that happen on a day-to-day basis in our lives and things that go around that give us the shits, or if someone like old mate cracking the shits with someone in front of him, he's beeping his horn, often that pure anger that we feel and that hatred sometimes is a reflection of the anger that we have to ourselves in the form of unresolved emotions and unresolved traumas that we have to ourselves. Because I say this all the time in my content and that is your outer world is only ever a reflection of your inner world because what you perceive in your outer world has come from within it's come from your brain and how it's interpreted the information it's come from your eyes and how it's interpreted the data that's come in so anything that you are projecting outside into your world and and your and is coming back to your world is literally a reflection of yourself and once you understand this as a foundation of your experience within your world and what your world looks like, then it makes so much more sense that if you consistently are in an environment where things just seem to always happen to you and you always seem to be cut off on the road by someone and you always seem to have someone yell at you or piss you off or do something that you don't like, then unfortunately I'm here to give you the news that the common denominator is you. And that is obviously a a very bitter pill to swallow because we like to believe that we are never in the wrong and we like to believe that we never have responsibility for the situation at hand. But of course, this is just not true. And it's not until you start taking more responsibility for your part in your world, then these things will see will, will will just continue to happen. And I see this time and time and time again with clients that I that I work with on a daily basis almost, where they come to me with just not taking responsibility for their life. And as a result, not taking responsibility for their emotions, not taking really responsibility for anything, which is a reason of why they have poor health to start with. And lo and behold, they would tell me about things that pissed them off and this person did that to them and this person cut cut them off on the road and, and this person gave them the shits. And it's very, very typical of things that I would hear of a man that hasn't taken responsibility and ownership of his part that he's playing in that. Because if you are forever stuck in this victim state that it's always someone else's fault and it's always someone else's wrongdoing, and you have no part in it. like I'm here to tell you that, that that's just not reality. that might be your reality, but it's just not real it's just not reality. there's no such thing as you having no responsibility, and in fact, until you accept one hundred percent of the responsibility for your life, you will continually keep grinding your gears on a daily basis, continually having friction with people and and things that come up in your life and things that you didn't plan for that are going to keep triggering you, triggering you, triggering you until you realize and understand that you need to accept responsibility for all of it that comes into your life. And then bang, like a, like a light switch, everything changes. And I've seen this so many times with my clients is, just on the back of them taking more responsibility for their life i've literally seen their lives transform so all of a sudden these instances of people cutting them off cutting them off the road no longer happen all of a sudden they're having better relationships with their work colleagues all of a sudden that all these things that used to give them the shits no longer do why because they have taken responsibility and they are working on themselves to be better at governing their own shit which means that their outer world is an improved version of because their inner world has been improved and optimized as well so whenever you are getting the shits with someone or something take a moment to actually analyze like what is it that i'm actually getting upset about and what is it that i'm not getting which is giving me which is giving me the shits and if you dig deep enough, which you don't need to dig very deep at all, you will notice that it is only ever a reflection of the unresolved trauma and challenges that you have in your life, which then project out into anger. And then you will have people saying to you that, why are you always angry? Why are you always frustrated? Why do you always look like you have the shits? This is what it is. This is how it manifests. And the way that emotions work, they're really, really clever. They're just like feedback mechanisms. And what, I'm, what I mean by that is if you do not address the trauma and the reasons of why this keeps happening to you, then guess what? They continually happen. And often they get worse and stronger and worse and stronger until they are dealt with. And then magically when they are dealt with, then all of a sudden they just disappear and your world becomes so much better. And your life becomes so much better just on the back of you taking more responsibility of all of it. Even if it feels uncomfortable, even if you don't really want to, once you start taking more responsibility for all your actions and everything in your world, then everything actually improves. Like it truly does, especially as a man. So I've written down some tips that I would like to share with you that I have found useful in the times where I haven't been able to govern my own emotional management and I like to think that I'm a whole lot better with getting getting in control of my emotions and not getting angry too too quick I'm certainly not perfect and just the other day Charlotte disclosed to Melissa and actually kind of it made me quite sad you know she said like why does why does daddy sometimes yell and why does he look so angry sometimes and I thought like fuck you know, like hearing that from my daughter, like, you know, made me like really kick me in the face. And it was like, fucking made me really realize, like I've still got a lot of work to do. And not that I didn't know that prior to this, but that was like a massive wake up call of like, fuck, it's so important because they feel and they hear and they see so much more than what we give them credit for our children. And I thought like this has, that, that really stuck with me, her saying that and now. Since then, I've made so much more of an effort to actually be in, more, be in better control of my emotional management and taking nice deep breath before I, lose, before I feel like the urge to lose my mind. So let's get into some of the tips that I have found useful and I've shared with my clients. And I think you will also find useful as well. We've already touched on the first tip, and that is take responsibility for your actions. The good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. Someone says that, that, you, that they're not happy with you doing something. Yes, own it. Own it all. It's all my fault. Because guess what? If you accept all the responsibility, even if you kind of think that it could have been the other person, just accept it all. And at first, it will drive you mental. And at first, it will drive you crazy. But the more that you do this, like with anything in life, the better and more resilient you will become. And then what will happen is because you continually keep taking responsibility for your own actions and your own life, then all of a sudden those things no longer continue to happen because you have started taking responsibility. So the universe has almost like taught you the lesson and then it can move on to something else and someone else. But until you fully accept it and fully accept you for you, not just the good golden parts, then my friend, you are setting yourself up for a very challenging life ahead of you and a challenging time. So take responsibility for your own actions. Really fucking important. Number two, this is one that I have fucked up many, many, many times and I'm sure you have as well. And that is think before you speak. Like if you are in a really heightened state of anger and you are triggered for whatever reason, It's probably a good fucking idea to keep your mouth closed because there has been plenty of times in the past where I have said shit that in the heat of the moment felt like the right thing to do. And then somewhere down the track, minutes, hours, days, I thought I would reflect on what I said and I thought I would think to myself like, you are a fucking idiot for saying that. And I actually didn't even mean that. But the reason why I said it is because I was obviously in in an angered state and I had the shits. So now I have learned to really have a think about what it is that I want to say when I'm in a state like that, so that I don't say something that I'm not that that I won't be able to take back and that I don't say something that could potentially really hurt the feelings of someone that that I care about and I love about uh, I love so think before you speak and if you are in an angered state it's usually best to just shut the fuck up and not really say much until you've cooled down and then you can revisit that conversation but until that happens it is a very good idea that you don't speak too much because there's a high high chance that you will say something that you will regret you will say something very nasty you will call someone a name. You will do all of that stuff. And then you will have massive regret. And now you've got a lot bigger problem on your hands because you're in damage control mode. So the third tip that I've got is, and this is one that I have found extremely useful and plenty of my clients that I've got them to do this have also as well found it helpful. And that is meditate, meditation, meditation. Meditation for me, when I first heard about it and I first thought about getting into it, was like this, I needed to go to a mountain somewhere, find a mountain near my house. I needed to be in this kind of Zen pose. I needed to make sure that I was wearing a a weird hippie robe. (laughs) I needed to have guided music. I needed to have a a one-hour experience where where I'm... getting in connection with the universe and i need it i thought it was all these kinds of things that needed to be done but it's actually the opposite of that and meditation if you think that ne- it needs to have all these things and you need to remember all these things you're kind of missing the point of what meditation is which is literally doing nothing but focusing on your breath because the the art of meditation is to silence the chatter that goes on in our minds that endless looping that looping stuff that goes on with constantly thinking about anything and everything. And if you can train your brain to not have that looping chatter, which often drives people mental, and if you can get yourself to a point for at least a few minutes where you're not actually thinking about anything, then you will have um, You will start to improve your perspective on how you view your world because you will no longer be reactive to everything that happens to you and you will start to become more proactive with your emotional management. And I have seen profound differences with my own experience of meditation and I have helped heaps of clients to do the same just on the back of them doing five minutes every single day. I mean, it doesn't need to be anything significant. Like I said, you don't need to go to a special mountain. You don't need to hold a particular pose. You don't need to wear funky clothes. You literally just need to do nothing, but sit there, focus on your breathing, set a five minute timer and that's it, you're done. What matters the most is the consistency of you doing it, like with most things in life. You're better off doing five minutes every single day rather than doing, trying to do one hour every single quarter or every couple of months. I mean, it doesn't work like that. Just like with most things in life, the result and the, the benefits come out of you regularly doing, practicing something. So meditation has certainly improved my life and my mental health and definitely softened, softened my anger, anger management and my anger issues that I have once had in the past. And it has helped me to just reframe my entire world. And um, I'm very, very, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of meditation. And I didn't think that it would, have had, it would have had as much of a difference in my life and in my clients' lives that it actually has had. So definitely get into that. And if you want any other tips or anything, then make sure you hit me up in the DMs. The next one is pretty self-explanatory, but there's so little well, I wouldn't say so little. There's a lot of men that are not actually doing this. And that is exercise regularly and eat well. I mean, like that sounds a little bit obvious, doesn't it? But we are in a state where there's so many men that are actually not exercising regularly. There's so many men that are fueling their bodies and their minds with shit. And then they're wondering why they're not performing at an optimal state and why they're constantly getting triggered and angry all the time is because they're putting shit in their body they're not looking after it and then then they're expecting it to run well I mean it's just like a car if you never get it serviced and you and you put shit fuel in it all the time and you you expect it to perform well on a racetrack I mean it's not going to happen It's just not so you need to exercise regularly like as in every single day you need to get some movement happening and you need to fuel your body with the right fuel, with, with good fuel. Because if you put shit fuel in, then you're just going to perform shit. It's pretty self-explanatory, but easier said than done. And knowing versus doing is a very, very different conversation, isn't it? So the next and the last point that I want to share with you is one that has a lot of stigma attached to it. And especially us men. We tend to have this belief system around this next point that I'm going to share with you that unless I have hit complete rock bottom, then there is no use for me to do this tip. And that is getting therapy. We, unfortunately, in society, especially us men, have developed this belief system that therapy is only for crazy people. Like I'll only go see a therapist when shit gets unbearably bad in my life. And it's I'm literally, I've hit rock bottom with everything and every part of my life. And then I'll start to look to get therapy. And and it's unfortunate that it has this kind of negative connotation to it. And therapy, in my mind, in my belief, is just an optimization of your mind. And it's no different to having a personal trainer that helps you with the physical side of things, which obviously translates into mental. But literally, a therapist could be like your mental, your mental health personal trainer. And there's nothing wrong with getting therapy, and it needs to be viewed as a, a mental health optimization. I say this all the time. If you have and Windows, 9, Windows 95 program, and you put it into a brand new laptop, are you going to expect it to run well? Of course you're not. You're going to expect it to be slow. You're going to expect it to not perform well. You're going to expect it to lag a lot. And this is exactly what we are seeing. Because we are not getting any mental health optimization in the form of therapy when we need it, then we stay stuck in Windows 95 Level of performance when we could be improved, we we could have it optimized and software upgrade to the to the present day where we not only function a lot better, we function a lot faster, and we just feel a lot better. So therapy needs to be viewed as a mental health optimization and nothing more than that. It doesn't mean you're crazy. It doesn't mean you're broken. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just is literally getting your mental health optimized and, and helping having an expert help you to see your particular situation from a different perspective. And that's crucial and important because if you have someone from the outside looking in, they see shit and feel shit and hear shit that we don't because we are in our shit. We are in our situation, but they are not. And they can help you look at it from a completely different perspective, just as I can as as a personal trainer to my clients help my clients to see from help them to understand their position and and what they're doing from a different perspective. it's the exact same thing with a therapist whether it be whether it be a psychologist a counselor a psychiatrist whatever it may be it's literally a tool that they have that you can use in your toolbox to help you to optimize your entire mental health and as a result your mental life as well so we need to get rid of this idea that therapy is only for crazy people and crazy people are the only ones that get benefit from therapists and it's just not true so that's it that's it for today's podcast and that is actually it until we catch up next week for it'll be post christmas and uh yeah we're not we're not jumping on for a podcast tomorrow we usually have freaky friday but of course it's christmas eve so there's no working for coach daniel on christmas eve and there's no working for daniel on christmas day that's my commitment to my family and i hope that you do the same as well where you stay in the moment for the next 48 hours and you literally spend all the time with your friends and your family so the next podcast that we have is going to be post christmas it'll be on the monday so the 27th So in the meantime, I hope you have a beautiful time and I hope hope you have a time to reflect on how many things that you have in your life to be grateful for. It's a special time of the year where you can reflect on all the blessings that you have in your life. And if you don't think that you have a lot, trust me, you have thousands and probably even millions of things to be grateful for in your life. So That's it from me. I hope you have the best time with your family. Happy holidays. Happy Christmas. Whatever you believe in with this time of the year. I hope you have a beautiful time doing it. I thank you so much for jumping on for this podcast and giving me your attention, your eyes, your eyeballs. That's it from Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project. We'll do it all again on Monday. Have the best night of your entire life. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words DadBod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at d.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word DadBod. And me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right, correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.